is the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to another weekly installment of the Celebrity Afterlife Report, the only show on the internet that gives you the up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. I am your host, the Celebrity Medium. For the benefit of any new listeners, I should explain that people in the next world will often try things they couldn't or wouldn't do on the earthly plane, which explains some of the unusual behavior we chronicle on the report. They also look as they did at their adult best. And of course, they are there for eternity. Now with that simple primer out of the way, let's get to the news about the past week's events. If you thought the situation inside the walls of Trump City was crazy last week, things have only gotten crazier since then. If you can believe that. When I last spoke to you, Mayor Fred Trump, President Donald Trump's father, had sealed up the town with no one allowed in or out. All communications between Trump City and the outside world were cut off as well. The rumors were flying, as you'd expect, about the reason for this disconnection from the next world, as a crowd of press and loved ones of Trump City residents gathered outside the town. Uh, one of them is Magda Gabor, whose sisters Ava and Jaja are currently residents of the walled-off community. Since last week, she has been pleading with Mayor Trump via a bullhorn to let people, including her sisters, out of the town or at least let the crowd know how those inside are doing. For days, her pleas and the chance of open the gates, open the gates from the crowd went unanswered. Then, without any warning, Fred Trump appeared on top of the wall above the locked main entrance to Trump City. He had a bullhorn of his own. After getting the crowd to be silent, he began making what has been described to me as a rambling speech about how just as the earthly plane press has been unfair to his son, the president, so has the afterlife press been unfair to him as the ruler of Trump City. He went on at length about how, how all he wants is to provide a safe community for those who live there and how that has, according to him, been mischaracterized by the press as him being dictatorial. My sources say that he veered off topic frequently going on about the size of the banners bearing his son's photograph that he had installed on the buildings in town were exaggerated, according to him, to make him look bad and other unrelated topics. When he paused for a moment to apparently gather his thoughts, Magda Gabor yelled at him through her megaphone, How are my sisters? Trump reportedly looked annoyed at her question and snapped back, Everyone in here is fine. They're all fine. They're here because they want to be here. Why don't you all just go home? Uh, needless to say, it did not placate the large crowd, many of whom again began chanting, open the gates, over and over. After a few minutes of not being able to get their attention again, Trump left the parapet, disappearing back into the confines of his walled compound. He has not been seen or heard from since. Uh, this story is just getting crazier and crazier, and it obviously isn't going to end soon. 
and I'll stay on top of it, I promise. The Girls, the new daytime TV talk show starring Carrie Fisher and her mother, Debbie Reynolds, has become the biggest new hit on the next world airwaves. In the week since the show first aired, it has become already a must-see for millions of viewers, mostly women. Many notable females from Eleanor Roosevelt to Rosa Parks have said that they consider it a daily destination. Now, late last week, Fisher and Reynolds hosted a very special episode of The Girls. Their only guest for the whole week, uh, excuse me, the whole hour, was Edith Tolson, formerly known as J. Edgar Hoover, when she was the longtime director of the FBI on the Earthly Plane. And my sources say that Edith looked lovely in a pastel dress and matching heels. Since arriving in the afterlife, Edith has had gender correction surgery and she married Clyde Tolson, her longtime assistant at the Bureau. A few months back, the couple adopted a baby girl and named her Judy in honor of former Laugh-In star Judy Karn. Uh, on the show, Edith told the story of how she used to fantasize about being Karn when she was America's top lawman, which is why the baby was named after her and why Karn is her godmother now. I'm told that the studio audience was very moved as she told the story of how she had always wished she was born a girl. She said she very much regretted how she treated gay people, minorities, and suspected communists when she ran the FBI, and chalked her aggressive behavior up to overcompensation for not feeling masculine enough for her demanding job. When Carrie Fisher asked her what sustained her these days, she said my husband and my beautiful daughter, which got the audience to give her a standing ovation, leaving her in tears. I'm, I'm told that it was an incredibly moving episode of the show and that the ratings for it were extremely high. Last week I told you that Mary Tyler Moore had just been added to the cast of the new Next World sitcom, starring Florence Henderson and Robert Reed as a couple in which the husband is secretly gay. Mary plays the wife of Reed's homophobic boss, who is played by Paul Lynn. Now, Mary's character reportedly has a crush on Reed, not realizing that he isn't interested in her or, or any woman for that matter. I also reported that Peter Falk, best known as Lieutenant Columbo from Earthly Plane TV, was going to make at least one guest appearance on the still unnamed show. Now comes word via my afterlife sources that Falk has been upgraded to a full-time member of the cast. He's going to play Mary's character's father, who knows that his daughter has the hots for Reed's character. Okay, if you're following all this. He strongly suspects his little girl's crush is gay, and keeps trying to find out for sure so he can convince her to back off. Now, to me, this all sounds very 70s, you know, like a show you would have seen back then, and, and kind of silly. But sources who work on the show tell me it's, it's better than it sounds. I guess I have to take their word for that until it finally airs, and we see what the audience's reaction is. Lastly, Sir John Hurt, who starred as the Elephant Man and appeared in the Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings movie, 
joined Vince McMahon Sr.'s Shakespearean Theater Company soon after arriving in The Afterlife. Skeptics whispered that Hurt would soon bail on the outfit after realizing he would be working in the Bard's plays alongside the likes of Andre the Giant. Yeah, you think that might give him some second thoughts. Well, at least for the short term, the skeptics were wrong. Hurt and the rest of the company have been in rehearsals the past couple of weeks for an upcoming production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. The next world equivalent of TMZ caught up with him after one long day of rehearsal and asked him what he thought of working with Rowdy Roddy Piper and the rest of the unlikely Shakespeareans. Hurt said, It's fantastic. These people bring a level of enthusiasm to the work I haven't seen in ages. They don't take themselves overly seriously, which is refreshing after some of the actors I have worked with in recent years." Unquote. Although the reporter pressed him, Sir John wouldn't name the actors he was referring to. Okay, it's time to lock the doors on the Celebrity Afterlife Report Studio for another week. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please tell your friends and loved ones that the report is available for free on iTunes, in the Google Play Store, and on K-Chung Radio, AM 1630 in Los Angeles. If you didn't enjoy it, keep that to yourself. <laughs> I'm the Celebrity Medium. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-3732.